I was running. Pain stabbed my arches with every smack of a sandal against the cobblestones. Each breath was fire in my lungs rasping through my throat. But I wouldn't stop. Not today. With every step, I shoved away the memory of my father's broken face, fresh bruises atop the fading yellow of last week's beating. The harder my aching legs pumped, the easier it was to forget the defeated slump of his shoulders. The resignation. Around me, the alley was a dark stone mouth. Balconies jutted like teeth, cutting away the sky. Up there, flowers draped the rails, but down below, it was just gloom and crates and the smell of mildew rising like bad breath from the sewer grates. My heels slammed onto a pebble and I yelped. Hopping, I cursed my pathetic sandals. I'd made them myself, squinting by lamplight, bruising my hand as I shoved the needle through hardened leather. Idiot girl, break your fool neck running down here, a rag seller said as she squinted through the shadows. I shrugged. Whether selling rags in a dark alley or sprinting to a trial no one expected me to attempt, being gutter-born meant taking risks. What other choice did I have? Give up? Like my father? Dad was done resisting. He'd let them take our money, leave us scraping for meals. But backing down would just make the collectors bolder. The next time, he'd have worse than a broken nose. And soon, the thugs would come after my little brother. They'd already threatened him. Next would be fists. Or a length of chain like they'd used on our neighbor. Dad wouldn't fight anymore, which meant it was all up to me now. If I passed the night caller trial, if they selected me for the expedition, everything would change. So I ran. Near the central district, the crowd's chatter sloshed down alleys, a rising tide. My mouth went dry but my feet shoved me forward. This was it. I skidded to a halt at the edge of Istanik's courthouse square, my heart a hard stone in my throat. Pitched upon a central dais, the ink-black fabric of the expedition's tent swooped down from a high peak. The tent's dark walls symbolized the night-soaked slopes of the journey's destination, the island volcano, Ioene. I swallowed. For over 100 years, only daughters of the trader houses had passed the nightcaller trial. But even though I was gutter-born, I was determined not to fail. On the platform, a waiting line of trader girls sneered at the commoners crowding below. Anger rushed through me when I saw them. I clenched my fists. The trader council sent the tax collectors who'd pummeled my father. But I forced my hatred away. It wouldn't do me any good. Sweat pasted my hair to my cheek. I swiped it away and shoved into the mob of onlookers. Packed like pickles in brine, the crowd reeked of sweat and leather. Men and women cussed at me while I wormed past. Near the dais. A doomsayer had cleared a small space. He gestured with burning batons, green and blue fire tufting the ends. I sprinted across the empty circle, flames swooshing past my cheek. A pair of strongmen guarded the stairs leading to the platform. Other guards circled, enforcing a cleared space around the dais. When I reached the edge of the crowd, I halted 
glancing at the cudgel shoved through the closest guard's belt. Come on, Lilic. What was he going to do, bludgeon me in front of all these people? I remembered Jarrett's wide eyes after a thug had pulled him into a dark shop, telling my brother he needed to deliver a message to the family. Inhaling, I stepped into the gap. The crowd quieted when the guard laid a hand on his baton. Prospective night callers only, girl. I came to test, I said, marching toward the stairs. A murmur traveled the crowd. Someone laughed. I heard the word gutterborn whispered unkindly. The guards stepped to block my progress. Traitors only. The law says any girl between 11 and 19 may undertake the trial, I said, pitching my voice so the crowd could hear. Herrick. Upon the platform, a woman garbed in the dark silk tunic of the Nocturni nodded. She's correct. It's written in the charter. Raising my eyebrows at the guard, I waited. With a sigh, he stepped aside, gesturing toward the stairs. Scattered taunts peppered the air, but I kept my back straight. I'd survive it. My family sold eggs, little room for pride there. And compared to the fists that had bruised my father's face, words were no threat. Get em. The shout of encouragement joined the taunts. Others followed. About time, traitor scum. Fists clenched. I stepped to the end of the line. The traitors ignored me, their chins raised, eyes on the tent. Unbreakable pride and iron fists kept traitor fortunes intact. They certainly wouldn't stoop to acknowledging me. The woman who'd called to the guard rose from her stool beside the entrance flap. She looked me up and down as she approached. It's obvious you're not trader stock. Any reason to assume you have the night calling talent? No reason to assume I don't, I said. As you've pointed out, her gaze lingered on my sandals. The laws allow you to test but you're awfully late for someone hoping to secure the greatest honor in the Kirilt Islands. I met her stare. I had work to do this morning, unlike the others.